Hello, my friend. Welcome back to the Wayfair Podcast. It's Friday. Made it through the end of another work week. I am so grateful you stopped by on this chapter day journey today. We find ourselves in Daniel chapter 9, and it was verse 3 that resonated with me this morning. It says, So I turned to the Lord God and pleaded with him in prayer and petition, in fasting and in sackcloth and ashes. Today's podcast is entitled Pattern of Prayer. Like most couples I know, Wendy and I are very different in temperament. Along this life journey, I've observed that there is a lot of truth to the adage that opposites attract. Most couples I've ever known have been very different. And in general, I think this makes for good partnerships between people who need the strengths of their husband or wife to help make up for the weaknesses in our own temperaments. Like Rocky explained about his love for Adrian. I got gaps, she got gaps. Together, we fill gaps, you know? (laughs) The challenge comes when our differences come buried seeds of anger and bitterness rather than the grateful acknowledgement that despite being annoying, our differences can help one another understand the goodness of other ways of thinking and communicating and being. Just last night, there arose a flash of conflict between Wendy and me, rooted in the stark difference in the way we tend to think and operate. Wendy is an external processor. She likes to talk through even the smallest of decisions. I am an internal processor who takes a casual remark, has an internal conversation about it in my head, and then outputs an assumption of what was meant. Now, there are positives and negatives to both external and internal processings. If we can graciously overcome our occasionally acute annoyances with our differences, we can gratefully learn from one another. In my spiritual journey, I have always operated from the foundational understanding that prayer is just a conversation of spirit between me and God. Conversations between me and Wendy can look very different at different moments. We often have quick utility conversations about what needs to be done and who is doing what on the task list. We regularly have casual conversations about, you know, the news of the day or something one of us heard on a podcast. We occasionally have rather intense come-to-Jesus conversations when an intimate issue needs to be confronted between us. When time and space allow, we have deeply personal conversations about where each of us is spiritually emotionally, physically, and or relationally. Each conversation can look very different. And in the same way, I've always found that conversations with God take different forms in different moments. I've mentioned in past podcasts about popcorn prayers that get uttered in the moment, like me popping my head in Wendy's office to ask what she's thinking about for dinner. I also write letters to God. Because writing gives me time to think and process. And I found that there's something good for me in physically getting my thoughts out on a page. Well, Daniel's prayer in today's chapter jumped out at me as I read it. Not for the words that he used, but for the pattern of his prayer. He began by preparing himself with humility. That included fasting and rituals before even he launched into his conversation. And then he began his prayer just like the chain reaction of praise 
with words of praise and worship, acknowledging God's greatness and love. That's in verse 4. And then he launches into an honest confession of the many ways that he and his people have fallen short and an acknowledgement of the consequences of those sins. That's in verses 5 through 14. As he confesses, Daniel continues to recognize and acknowledge God's righteousness and mercy and forgiveness and deliverance, as you can see that in verses 7 and 9 and 15. It is only after all of this, the humility, the praise, the confession, that Daniel utters his actual request, his actual petition before God in verses 16 through 19. As I meditated on this in the quiet this morning, I thought Daniel's prayer to be a great template I can follow when I am bringing emotional and heartfelt requests to God. I could even use this acrostic. P, prepare with humility. R, raise up words of praise and worship. A, acknowledge God's righteousness, love, and mercy. Y, Yield my failures and faults in confession. E, esteem God's goodness as I confess. And finally, R, request your needs and desires. There's the acrostic prayer. Marriage has taught me that improving communication is always an opportunity for improvement no matter how long we've been in this relationship. Well, the same is true of my relationship with God. I can always improve my communication. And sometimes that happens by learning a new pattern of prayer, like today. I hope you have a great weekend, my friend. Lord willing, we'll be back here on Monday.